front of a newly recent famous TikToker. <gasps> Carrie is TikTok famous. Don't even put me on blast like that. Like, <laughs> I was not ready. I was not ready. But you guessed it. I Would I call myself famous? No. Um, would I call myself, you know, talent, talently inclined? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yes, um, I received, if you know me, um, you just know that this is the utmost of news for me. Mm-hmm. And that, um, I've spent many months being thirsty on TikTok. Yeah. Many, many, many mm-hmm. months. Many, many failed TikToks. One extremely successful TikTok, but mostly failed. Um, and that's okay, because you know what? In life, there are hills and valleys, and so far, my TikTok journey has been one hill and a lot of valleys. But I'm ready to step out into the light, because I am, I'm encompassing on a very large hill. Carrie, the people are ready for you. This article that you're on is just a sign that the people are ready. Yes. So if you're confused, um... BuzzFeed did repost one of my TikToks, and somebody commented on my TikTok, and it it was kind of sitting at, like, the average amount of views I get, Mm -hmm. well, then someone commented and said, do you know your TikTok is featured on BuzzFeed? And I was like, spam, what? So then I went to BuzzFeed, and I looked, and Mm -hmm. as sure as the day is long, there was my TikTok, Um, and I was literally taking a shit, sitting on my toilet, and I yelled for my roommate. I said, Hannah, my TikTok is on BuzzFeed, and I made her come into the bathroom. And, you know, remember the day October 8th, because there was Carrie Conant before October 8th, mm-hmm. and there was Conan, Carrie, <laughs> if Conant. I can say my own name, uh, Carrie Conant after October 8th. And we are entering the post-October 8th era of Carrie Conant, mm-hmm. and that is, I, I wouldn't deem myself like a social influencer yet, social media influencer yet, but... I think I'm on the way. You're on the right path. I think we're on the sure. right path. And you know, my for biggest sure. regret is that like I didn't tag couch potatoes in it because then like we would have so many followers by now. It's okay. Um, but I, I'm getting some traction on TikTok. My yes. TikTok has gotten like 2,000 views today, yeah. which is you know kind of a lot, and I've gotten a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. The Instagram Instagram presence isn't there, but you know, um, one leads, the rest follows. So I really just need to get one. You just need and, one. And right now, I think one I, good one. Right now, I think I'm gonna focus on TikTok because like, that's where my traction is. Mm-hmm. So I, I would really like to give a, um, a thank you to. Well, he didn't want me to say his name. Well, he doesn't want people to think he's messy. Oh, well. The TikTok's <laughs> out there. Um, a really big thank you to Abe for for basically being my comedic expense. Uh-huh. Um, thank you. You're doing a lot for me. Thank you. You have no idea. Um, yeah, but basically that's how, like, my whole, like, private Snapchat story is, like, Carrie Kardashian, just uh-huh. because I've always had this, like, oh, I'm gonna be famous, when, like, in reality, my friends are, like, Carrie, you'll never be famous, and, yeah. you know, that's just what I love about them, they're uh-huh. not afraid to hit me where it hurts. Well, and, you know, this is where we're extremely the same person, because since I was just, you know, a wee toddler, my first words were, when I'm famous, my, because My I, first sentence was, when I get my star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> literally, like, every single day, like, my parents, like, will do something for me, and I'm like, guys, whenever I'm famous, like, I will pay you back for this, or, like, when I'm famous, blah, 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 blah. Totally. Like, I, we truly believe, like, it will come. No, it will. And you know what? Like, I'm just saying that, like, I manifested mm-hmm. um, a TikTok, like, on TikTok, I got all these manifestations of, mm-hmm. like, a relationship coming my way mm-hmm. in August, and, like, that happened. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I just feel like my manifestation train is totally on track, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep chugging along. And, but the same thing, like, I blew out my tire, and my parents paid for it, and I was like, you guys, don't, don't even sweat it. Like, when I'm yeah. famous, I will buy you a car. Yeah. Like, you give me a tire, I give you a car. I got you cookie, and you so- got me cookie. <laughs> you cookie, you got me cookie. <laughs> I was watching the New Girl episode today, whenever, um, Cece and Schmidt tell Nick that Reagan has a wig, and he's like, nah, she isn't wearing a wig, and he's like, that's a wig. That's a wig. That's for sure a wig. I don't remember like, that scene. Really? Yeah. It's a good scene. I'll just show it to you. Um, sorry to the people. I'm literally munching on three pieces of pizza right now, so... That's you know, okay. That's what it is. You know what? Like, I just feel like we can really do... You know what? Ugh, I'm just so sorry. 
this is not good for me. Like, I was telling Hannah, like, this is, this is not good for my ego. Mm-hmm. Like, I told, I FaceTimed Karis, and she was literally sitting on the porch with her mom, and I was like, I'm on BuzzFeed! <laughs> and, like, Terry Stadler, Karis's mom, just, like, really gave me that support I was looking for. Oh, Terry's always going to give me like, the support. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Terry, if you're listening to this. Um, but I told Karis and Hannah, I was like, you two must pull me back down to earth, because, mm. um, my ego is, um... Especially, especially, um, exponentially, exponentially inflated. Like, Abe was trying to talk to me today, and I wasn't even listening to him, because I was literally just on my phone, like, looking at all the social media traction I was getting, and he was like, Carrie, put your phone down. And I was like, oh my god, you're so right. Like, see, what has become of me? I'm glad people are there to, like, ground you, because I'm there to, like, be like, oh my god, you're, like, famous. Like, you're a Kardashian at this point. No, I know. And, like, you know, I went to his house, and I was like, you know, I'm so sorry that, like, I did that at the expense of you. And he was like, you know what? No, like, I'm happy for you. And I was like, Mm -hmm literally thank you so nice of him oh my god but um you know i i, I did because the the tiktok was about me like sleeping at my boyfriend's house like that was the whole <laughs> premise of the tiktok and so you know thank god my dad doesn't know how to work tiktok or oh my god. because then like i would be in deep a doo-doo mm-hmm. but you know my mom does follow me on tiktok and you know i'm just like trying to be less ashamed of like my comedic um mm-hmm endeavors Mm -hmm. and so I was like I'm just gonna FaceTime my mom and you know just let her know like you know what I'm sorry mom like I do have morals but like that was for the that was the comedy was sitting right there I wasn't just gonna let it crawl over my feet obviously I had to go down and pick it up yeah so I just let her know that I was like you know mom like you know you have two daughters who are famous like my my sister's like a famous Christian singer and I am like what I am and I'm on BuzzFeed (laughs) I'm on BuzzFeed so just, just sit, sit in your rocking chair and bask, bask mm-hmm. in the glory of having two extremely talented daughters. Okay. Yeah. We <laughs> should do, we should it. do a Buzzfeed quiz of like which couch potato you are. Of the one of two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah. Those are the only two options. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, we could like put consultant in there. We could put Miller. Oh yeah, we could put consultant. Miller in there. definitely has a personality. And our studio audience of one. Obviously. That I would just, be funny. I just know I'm gonna listen back to this tomorrow and I'll be like, wow, I sound so self-absorbed. And so you like, came in our house like a wrecking ball, and I loved it. Okay, like I'm so sorry, but no, this is I just loved it. this is my two minutes. No, I know. And I want you to and to be like I this. I'm I'm stretching out my two minutes as mm-hmm. long as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And when I go to sleep tonight, you know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. put it to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, myself and you know my hype, mm. but. This is just really, I, 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 this is just really exciting for me. Like, I'm going to go into work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I sent it to all my, like, me and my coworkers love TikTok. We always oh, talk yeah, about yeah. it. I literally sent it to all my coworkers. I'm going to walk in the office tomorrow and be like. I've got to tell my coworkers I deserve a raise. Yes. You should have made a raise. <laughs> Obviously, this is raise worthy. <laughs> Anyways, so that was my week. Um, so, I'm just saying, like. Get you a man who will, like, let you get famous at his expense. <laughs> that's all we're asking for. It's like, all I'm asking you for. You have one, now it's my turn. <laughs> if you're out there, let me know. Oh, I do. The one thing, though, he was like, I just don't want your family to, like, think that I'm messy. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. And so I, like, yeah. Whatever. That is so funny. Oh, my God. But. We love to see it. Love to see it. So, anyways, Natalie, enough about me. Please tell me about your week. I want to hear about the Athleta drums. Oh my god. It's just like one thing after another. So much drams. Like everywhere is just dram, 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 dram. Like good dram, bad dram, dram all around. Dram, dram, dram. If you guys follow Slender Cat, like you just know. What? that song in shark boy shark boy and lava girl when they go dream 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 oh (laughs) yes yes drams 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 (laughs) drums drams drams anyways keep going um i mean like good week you know like customers like there's always like the good and the bad like i'm just i'm just here to say like you know if you're talking to someone on customer service just like just know it's not them that are um, trying to like hold you down. It's the company policies. Okay. It's, it's it. Sometimes it's the company and their policies. Okay. Like <laughs> I am. Ju- I am just one person. She I is, did not create. She's just a lone saleswoman. Okay. You can't expect her to hold. You can't expect Natalie to hold all of Athleta on her back with no back brace. Okay. Like she I doesn't know. have the proper insurance to have surgery. Like I just hopped on as manager. Okay. I I have room to grow. No. I literally called my dad to rant to him. And he, because I was about to be like, I hope you're nice to customer service people because the people you're talking to are me. Like, yeah. you're complaining to me. And um, I was like, really just like, you know, like guns a blazing. And he answered the phone. He was like, hey, so and so's in the car. 
like one of and his you coworkers, like, oh. and I was like, "It's <laughs> <laughs> like just Hi. kidding." I was like, "What's up?" So I was not calling to complain and cuss. <laughs> not not doing that. No, I was definitely not calling to do that. <laughs> but you it's know, been good. Um, I was telling you know obviously, mm-hmm. um, athletic corporate. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously needs to listen to some Ben Platt grow as we go because they need to be educated. Oh my god, I know. Um, but it just is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. People are literally still like so many people have been, so many people have been de- DMing me. Sorry, right. I know. I'm like Snapchat, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I've gotten so many Instagram DMs, TikTok DMs, mm-hmm. Snapchat. Here, like, I love that for you, but like, we're trying to do a podcast. No. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, I know you're so right. I'm just like, okay, I'm so sorry. You're so right. Okay, do you have anything else to say um, about your I'm, week? I'm really trying to think about what I did, but like, as we all know, like, I have early onset and I like truly don't know what happened this week. Oh, totally. I, I just, I mean, remember this. it's like actually it's like a blessing and a curse because it's like, I go through my week, like, something bad could happen, but like, I honestly, like, don't remember. Like, it's just like, just another day goes by. Yeah, I don't know if anything bad happened to me this week. Um, I feel like something could happen and I just like really don't remember. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's for the I mean, best. like, I heard a, I heard from a lot of people, like, that they love the podcast. Like, a lot of, like, high school homies, like, came up and they were like, we love oh, the podcast. love high school homies. I love my high school homies. Multiple dog, always a bulldog. <gasps> it's so true. <laughs> Thank you, Edmund Memorial. Such a bond. <laughs> it is such a bond. So we love it. Love to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, like, you're one of them, just, like, let us know you. Yeah. Is there anything you're watching that you want to talk about? Really just Dancing with the Stars right now. Okay. And, of course, Twilight. I am about to start watching. I'm I'm about to start keeping up with the Kardashians for the last time. So, make sure oh rest my in God. peace. Well, no, this season and then one more. Oh, thank God! I so I think they'll in total have twenty seasons. Oh, which always that in only on. seems numerically correct. You know, that, like, why on earth would you end on season nineteen? That is asking for bad juju. Like mm-hmm. you do twenty. You know, we have twenty. 20. We have twenty seasons. We had nineteen seasons. Totally different. Oh, oh, you had a measly nineteen seasons, but oh, twenty. Two decades? Almost a fourth of a century? So do they do two seasons in one year? Is that what they pace at? I kind of think so because I think I'm a little confused because they had, I thought, I thought it was season 18, the first half of season 19, Mm -hmm. and then I thought season 19 got cut in half Mm. and they're picking it back up, but apparently that's wrong. People Mm. are telling me that um, it's always been like, season 18 was one and now this is the start of season 19 mm. but I didn't think so interesting we'll have to do our research yeah I, like I've been really I don't know. my favorite season of Kardashians though is the Jordan Woods drama and Tristan drama all in one year oh because you know what that gave us mm-hmm. liar! liar icon um I'm still watching Real Housewives. I have oh, officially, yes. thank God, phased out of that horrible season, season three slash four. Mm. Um, Joyce is gone, hallelujah. Carlton is gone, hallelujah. And now we have entered in all hail Lisa Renna. She has joined Lisa. the crew. And it just brings Lisa. me, it brings me so much joy knowing her. And I'm like looking at her and I'm like, wow, this is stability. I'm about to watch you for the next seven more seasons. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for saying. And she is just, you know, still fabulously married. I, I Googled mm-hmm. it because I didn't want to be surprised if she mm-hmm. got divorced. But no, she's still married to who she's married to. Um, he's an actor. He's in Mad Men. Um, Great show. Fabulous. Um, and I'm just, like, really excited. And, you know, Lisa Vanderpump has, like, really taken her fall from grace. And the group is just really not about her. And I remember I was saying how if Brandy Glanville, like, didn't get better, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be able to watch. But, like, yeah. she's really gotten better. She's She okay. was totally Lisa Vanderpump's Muppet. And she realized it. She was like, wow, she's just getting me to do her dirty mm-hmm. work. And Kyle was like, duh, that's what I've been trying to tell you. Yeah. And now, like, and now, like um, Yolanda and Brandy and... Lisa Vanderpump, who used to be this, like, dream team, now Yolanda and Brandy have kind of, like, revolted against Lisa Vanderpump, and now that Lisa Renna is, like, new to the group, Lisa Vanderpump is like, oh my god, this is perfect, like, she doesn't know any of the drams, and she's just, so she's really relying, like, on Lisa Renna, Mm -hmm. while, like, you know, Kyle and Yolanda are, like, yachting through Europe, and, like, Brandy's out here getting surprise six-figure checks from her book deal, and I'm like, okay, this is the Real Housewives I can get, get on board with. Yeah. We love the drams. Drums. Drums, drums. Drums, drums. We should make merch. Drums. Drums. Couch drums. Couch drums. Drums, potatoes. Drums. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I also, you know, 
good things happen to those who wait, and that is, is that Netflix has blessed us mm. early, early, with, early with the final season of Schitt's Creek. Mm-hmm. It was not supposed to come out until mid October, and they dropped it. Like, a few days ago. And so, I've watched about three episodes. I'm really oh trying God. to save it because, you know, like, when I finish it, it's done. And, like, that's just, that's been a staple in my life that I don't think I'm really ready to move on from. Mm-hmm. Um, I also started Emily in Paris, which I know you have not watched it yet. I've not so watched it I won't talk about it yet. I have thoughts, but, you know, whatever. We'll save it. We'll save it. Also, um, wow, I'm just, like, watching a lot of TV these days. Um, me and my roommates started watching Pin 15 on... You have so much time to watch TV. I don't, though. Like, I don't know where. It's, I like, don't know where it's, it comes like, from. little pockets. I know. I like feel I like I just come home. Well, and so I have all actually, time. I watch. I usually put on Netflix at my desk because I, I just work on my oh, computer, and so yeah, usually, yeah. like that's how I knocked out a lot of like Emily in Paris, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then usually I like come home from work, and I don't really have a lot to do in the evenings. Uh-huh. And so we'll watch like Pin Fifteen mm-hmm. for like two hours, one night a week. We'll watch Dancing with the Stars, Kardashians, like mm-hmm. you know the whole gist. Um, but yeah, so we're watching Pin Fifteen and. Hannah and I have seen it, but Karis has never seen it, so we started at the beginning, and it's truly a hilarious show on Hulu, if you ever mm-hmm. want just, like, something mindless to watch. It's mm-hmm. these two, like, older comedian actresses, and they play middle schoolers. Oh my but God. then, like, but they look like middle schoolers. Like, I don't know really? how they did it. Yeah. And oh, it's, my God. It's just, like, a coming of age, like, super funny. We love it. But anyways, um, I'm ready to dive into what we both watched. We're about to dive in. Whoa! I just like, realized that I'm talking really fast tonight. It's because we're like very excited. Very excited, and I'm drinking... you're talking really fast, and I'm munching on pizza. I know. Well, I'm also drinking coffee at eight p.m. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm so crazy. I'm just like I'm fucking crazy. I'm free. Natalie, that was like the most ideal timing. <laughs> look up comedic timing in the dictionary and like this what just happened here will come up <laughs> it might be crazy wow that was i'm gonna have to turn on that like down the volume when i'm editing this because like that was too loud but that was so funny that is like my go-to right now i may be crazy wait what is it i'm fucking crazy but i am free <laughs> <laughs> no 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 oh my no, god no, that is no, hilarious no, no. That is hilarious. So, wow. <sighs> Thank you for that. I You're welcome. That. You're welcome. It, just here just here for some laughs, you know? <laughs> okay. All the laughs. <laughs> all the laughs we have. We're really funny. We're really funny. All, all the laughs we have, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> Literally me describing couch potatoes to people. We're, We're really, really funny. funny. <laughs> all the laughs we have. Okay. Natalie, I like, you know, both of us suffer just from... The earliest of onsets, uh, <laughs> Alzheimer's, and I can't remember what we watched this week. Oh my god, well, let me just let you know what we watched this week. Okay. Um, we watched the, the homework assignment for you guys. I mean, as you guessed it, um, we watched Breaking Dawn Part 1, and, like, if, you, if you've if never seen it, a part of the, the Twilight Saga, let me just give you just a little, a little synopsis. I will say, the dawn did break. The dawn did the break. The dawn break, it did. D- she did do that. <laughs> At last, Bella and Edward are getting married. When Jacob finds out that Bella wants to spend her honeymoon as a human, he is horrified. For Edward, oh my god, for Edward's passion could accidentally kill her. Spicy. Bella does oh. indeed survive her honeymoon. Death by passion. De- <laughs> Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Talk about true romance. Bella- How did you die? Passion. Passion. <laughs> <laughs> the passion killed her. It took her all at once. Only one time. Bella does indeed survive her honeymoon, but a new complication arises when she discovers that she's pregnant. <gasps> and the child but is Natalie, growing. vampires can't get they pregnant. They can't get pregnant. That's so silly. So silly. Until now. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> and the child is growing at an alarming rate. The pregnancy sets the wolves against Bella and Edward, but Jacob vows to protect his friend. <gasps> the loyalty of a wolf. The loyalty of the Nothing wolf. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. This movie is definitely um, not, not one of my faves, but I also like it at the same time. Uh, okay, see, for me, like... 
I'm gonna start from worst to best. Gotcha. Okay. 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 New moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna go eclipse. And then I'm gonna go the first one. Which one's eclipse? Last week's. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm gonna go part two, part one. Okay. I'm gonna go with. I mean, no, flip that. Part one, part two. Okay. Part two being the best. Okay. So I'm gonna go worst to best in my opinion. Um, eclipse. Wait. New Moon, right. which is the second one, right? Yeah. New Moon, um, Breaking Dawn Part 1, uh-huh. Twilight, uh-huh. what's the other one? Eclipse, and then Breaking Dawn Part 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those are those are what I enjoy. You know, that's just one thing I love about us, is that, like, we can be so different, but, like, the comedic juices still flow. It still flows. And, like, you know what? Different, but the same. Like our child Delta sister bond. <laughs> um, you know, a real theme on Real Housewives is, you know, agree to disagree. Agree because to like disagree. there are certain fights, Yolanda and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, certain fights, Brandy and Lisa. Mm-hmm. Certain fights, Kyle and Camille. Mm-hmm. Um, you just will never, you know, um, at the reunion when they hash it out, you literally have to just be like, we agree to disagree. They'll we never agree, agree on this. And you know what? I agree to disagree on our difference in the ratings. That's why. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh my god, that actually really upsets a... me that you didn't rate them. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because we are fucking crazy, but we are free. I'm fucking crazy, but I'm free. <laughs> oh man, that is funny. I'm gonna laugh about that later. Oh my god, I saw this TikTok. I don't know if I, I don't know if I sent it to you. It's a Twilight TikTok. And it's like, um... You probably did. I'm really bad at checking my, like... No, you're good. You're good. Yes. Well, if you're really bad at checking, I'm very bad at, like, overloading people with TikToks. I'm like, oh my god, this is so funny. I have to just send it to everyone. No, totally. Um, but she's like... It's like Edward and Twilight, like, in the first movie. Uh-huh. And it's like, Edward walks in, and then this girl's like, oh my god, he's so hot. And then it's Edward writing in his journal, and he's like, oh, another whore vying for my attention. Um, <laughs> it's like, um, existence is... Like, Wait, eternal existence I is have agony. A, I have a DM from you that I haven't opened yet. Is that it? There's, I think, hold on. Let me see. Let me turn on my music so I don't blast you guys with my I don't. TikTok. I don't think you sent it to me because it's not this one, right? No. Okay, yeah, I don't think you sent it to me. Okay. I could have sworn I did. Maybe I didn't. Anyways, do you want to share some fun facts while I'm looking for it? Totally. <clears throat> Just pulled these 20 facts right out me arse. Right out me arse. Okay. 20 details behind the making of Breaking Dawn. This is an article for one and two, so I'm going to have to kind of We'll have to make it choose. Out. Yeah, because we've okay. got to save part two for next week. Twilight, Breaking Dawn, part one and two movies are the epic conclusion of the Twilight Saga. Spread over two films, coming in at almost five hours, the movies follow Bella and Edward as they get hitched and start a family together. Shocked. Shocked. Stephanie Meyer's original novel clocks in at over 750 pages as Edward and Bella's romance reaches its finale. Producers wisely, or cynically, decided to split the final book into two movies. Financially, the decision paid off. Breaking Dawn Part 1 chomped down a $138 million opening weekend at U.S. box office when it was released in 2011. Its follow-up, the final installment of the franchise, did even better, scoring a mammoth $141 million during its opening weekend the following year. I will just say... That is so many single dollars. It's 141 million to be exact. Harry Potter really set a trend of splitting up the final movie. Really? I think so, yeah. I think I've only seen the first three. Like, I don't think I've watched... Harry Potter split up the seventh one. Okay. Hunger Games split up the second one. Twilight splits up the second one. We we do have a theme. You know, Harry Potter is, you know, nothing but a trailblazer. And, you know, Robert Pattinson do be doing both. He do be doing both. He do be doing both. Um, you want to see the TikTok? I found it. Oh, yeah. We'll play it a little bit for you guys. So you can I bet the up at the moment hear it. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it at full blast. This is the TikTok. I'll let you know if the levels get too high. Oh, he's kind of hot. Dear diary, another whore vies for my affections. <laughs> Existence is agony. Existence is agony. That's a great Instagram bio. Right? Existence <laughs> is agony. 
Mm. Okay. Incredibly, the movie sticks close to the original novel. Um, oh, here we go. Loyal viewers are rewarded with Edward and Bella's wedding, a honeymoon in Brazil, and Renesmee's birth, which had to be carefully negotiated in order for the film to keep the all-important PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. Fans were also given, seriously, a turbocharged battle scene. That's actually from the... That's Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yeah. Um... So, in all the articles I was reading, um, the struggle to keep it PG-13 was many, many, many scenes had to be changed. Like, this was essentially an R-rated movie. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and it was still, it was still spicy, too. Like, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Bella's starting on the beach, butt naked. Nuki. I was like, Nuki. Look at Bella. Nuki. Nuki. Nuki Robert Pattinson. Okay. Um, first fact, not really a fun one, but you know, just a little funny thing. Um, Robert Pattinson crashed the boat that they drove. Oh, shut up. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's so funny. He's Number so nine. he's so crazy. <laughs> oh my god, Robert Pattinson, you are fucking crazy, but you are free. <laughs> oh okay, god. Kristen Stewart's last day was quote ridiculous. After playing Bella Swan for five movies, you would think that Kristen Stewart's last day on set would have been an emotional roller coaster. Um, in fact, her last day involved an unpleasant surprise. Oh, what will it be? The very last thing I did on set on set was step on a rusty nail before a big promotional tour running barefoot through fake woods. I've done that before. Um, it's not the most glamorous last day of the job. <laughs> did you get a tetanus shot after? Yeah, I did. It hurt. I had to okay. go to the ER. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That happened to you. It's very traumatizing. <laughs> okay. Stephanie Meyer attended Edward and Bella's wedding. In mm-hmm. a blink and you'll miss it moment, Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1 viewers can catch Twilight author Stephanie Meyer at Bella and Edward's wedding. She appears on the left in a red dress. Ooh. I can't see her in this photo. Okay. Um, she first popped up as a restaurant customer in the first movie. However, Meyer acted as executive producer and co-scripter oh my god, co-script writer for Breaking Dawn. Wow. That wedding, for me personally, my pers- in my personal professional opinion, yeah. saved that movie. Oh no, it totally, it totally did. Like, and like, you know, wow. I wouldn't recommend, you know, watching that movie with like somebody who you just started to date because, mm-hmm. you know, um, Abe likes to pretend he's not into the things we're watching, but you mm-hmm. know, he says, what are you recapping? Knowing very well that we're on the Twilight Saga. Yeah. And I said, recapping Breaking Dawn. Mm-hmm. And he said, you're recapping Breaking Dawn? And I was like, yes. Okay, well, like, can you wait for me to watch it? I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you, you want to watch it with me? Oh. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we did. We watched it, and we're watching this wedding scene. Whatever. And then, stupidly, what slips out of my mouth is, oh, my God, this is my dream wedding. I said the same thing. And um, there was a sense of uncomfortableness, and, like, a word vomit, it came out, and I wish mm-hmm. I hadn't said it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. Now, now you know. <laughs> the more you know. I make mistakes, so you guys don't have to. <laughs> and that's how Sue sees it, okay? Okay, an intimate scene was cut. Here we go again. Getting a teen-friendly PG-13 rating is always a goal for any YA movie franchise. Young adult. Mm. Thank I'm you ass- so much. I'm assuming. I don't know. Yes, no, it's young. Okay, okay. Um, failure to do so would have locked out a large number of Twilight's fan base from seeing the movie. The original book deals with some adult themes, including the first time that Edward and Bella consummate their marriage. However, in the movie, the feather-strewn intimate scene had to be recut in order for it to get past censors and avoid an R rating. In the UK, the movie seemed like it was going to receive a 15 rating, not the desired 12A rating. What a weird scale. Like, UK is so weird. The reason... You guys are so crazy. (laughs) Oh my god, the UK, you guys are so crazy. But you are not free because you have a monarchy. (laughs) (laughs) You are not free. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, director Bill Condon, 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 made the necessary adjustment to ensure that the film received the desired rating. So, you know, I don't, you know, take this as you will, but, like, we live in a world where, like, there was a way more racy scene of Bella, Bella and Edward, and, like... It's hard getting up every day knowing I'm not going to see that. Like, just release it, guys. Just release it. Okay, this one. That one's for the next one. Here we go. This. I wrote this out on my notes. 
CGI and prosthetics were used for Bella's rapid weight loss. Yes. Breaking Dawn Part 1 sees Bella go through several changing, life-changing events. There's the marriage to vampire beau Edward Cullen, her pregnancy, and the birth of Renesmee, the world's stupidest name. Robert Literally Patterson. the fucking dumbest name I have ever, whenever she explained I was, it. I was playing around with her mom's names, Renee and Esme. Renesmee. Okay, and then wasn't the island they went on for their honeymoon named Renesmee? I don't Or did I make so. that up? I think you made that up. I can sworn it was Renesmee. Also, remember whenever we were like in the second movie, New Moon, we were like, yeah, I was in Brazil. They were in Brazil, blah, blah, blah. We totally got the honeymoon mixed up with Italy. No, no. Well, yes, but no, there is a scene in that movie where he is in Brazil. Oh. But the scene we were talking about takes place in Italy. Ah. That's why. Okay. But yes, they do go back to Brazil. I think the Colons just like really like to vacate in Brazil, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Robert Pattinson described the latter scene to Los Angeles um, Daily News as perhaps the ickiest birth scene ever. Being pregnant with a vampire-human hybrid takes apparently a heavy toll on the body. <laughs> One can imagine. Bella suffered from rapid weight loss, which made her look incredibly ill. To achieve this look without Kristen Stewart going on a Christian Bale-style The Mechanist diet, mm. so crazy. You guys should Google so that. So crazy. Special effects ex- <clears throat> experts. Wow, say that five times fast. Special effects experts. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, maybe it's not that hard. Maybe I'm just dumb. I don't know. Used a combination of prosthetics and post-production CGI. We ended up referencing thin fashion and runway models with very defined jaws and cheekbones. Breaking Dawn's visual effects guru Edwin Edson Williams explained to Hollywood Life. Well, and like the scene where she's basically dead. That's a dummy. That's not Kristen. Yeah, there's the TikTok. I wondered. Yeah. Because there's that part where, like, he... So, he's giving her, like, chest compressions. Yeah, yeah. Compressions. And he's so close to her face. And he's like, don't die, don't die, don't die. And I literally thought, I was like, how did she stay so still? Yeah, no, it's a dummy. Oh, my God, that must have been so weird for him. Right? Like, they were dating during this. So, it would have been so weird to, like, look at your girlfriend as, like, a dead dummy. Like a skinny. Like, skinny! <laughs> you know, Bella's just, like, on the table. Like, oh, my God. You think I'm skinny? Everyone's like, oh my god, you're so sickly. She's like, oh my god, you think I'm skinny? Oh my god, did you see skinny? What? <laughs> okay, the book's cover made a cameo. Edward and Bella escape for a romantic getaway in Brazil, where they enjoy beautiful you. views of the sea and occasionally play a few games of chess. Oh my god, yeah. Um, fans of the book might notice that the chess set uh, that the lovers use to play their flirtatious game has traditional white pieces alongside some not-so-traditional red pieces. Red. This is a nod to the cover of Breaking Dawn novel, which depicts a white queen piece in the foreground with a red pond behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell if this is the... That's part two. <coughs> part two. Okay. Part, part two's gonna be wild, guys. I know. Stephanie Meyer chose the wedding dress designer. The gown is made from crepe satin and, I'm gonna mess this up, Chantilly lace... That has 152 buttons along Oof. the back. The gown was designed by Caroline... Oh my god, Carolina Herrera. <gasps> Carolina Herrera. Whatever. Okay. Who was personally chosen by Stephanie Meyer to produce the gown, costing a whopping $35,000. The gown isn't exactly affordable. $35,000? For just that long sleeve satin dress, yes. What? Considering that Bella's family doesn't have much money and must have taken them a while to save up. Meanwhile, Edward's tuxedo was fitted for his character. Costume designer Michael Wilkinson told MTV News that Edward's tux reflects the vampire's age. No off the rack, never. I drew out my ideal ideas for all tuxedos. We wanted them to have a vintage feel, that sort of Edwardian turn-of-the-century vibe. Because he's, um, what do they always say? He's a, he's very traditional. Very traditional. <laughs> you know, he's, like, from the 1800s. <laughs> so, I would hope. <laughs> Okay, the Pulp Fiction shot earned the movie an R rating. This is why I was confused. It was because of this fact. Because of this shot of her face, which is so terrifying. Oh, really? Isn't that scary? That's what would give it an R rating? But it's not. It was rated PG-13. It says, Breaking Dawn's traumatic birth scene pushes at the limits of what is acceptable for a PG-13 movie. Bella almost doesn't make it to the scene, and we see Edward's reaction to her worsening condition. At one point, we would have seen him plunge a syringe filled with vampire venom into Bella's heart to stop her passing away in a moment 
reminiscent of Pulp Fiction when John Travolta's Vincent takes extreme measures to revive Uma Thurman's character. While this scene was filmed, it didn't make it into the final film, although it was one of the crew's favorite scenes. Visual effects supervisor John Bruno explained that when the film went out for ratings, Bill called me and said, we got an R rating. I went, oh, that means I've got to lose my favorite scene. I could barely watch that scene when he was like, like she was literally screaming and everything. I was like, no, gross. that was hard. Hard to watch. Yeah. Um, there were more wolf shots than any other Twilight movie, which makes sense because you know that they have that epic mm. bite. Um, that's number when two. When her back breaks. Oh my god. Her back breaks, her knees break, and then her head almost broke. That to me was like one of the most <laughs> actually sickening things I've ever seen. That like would the have way given it she is just standing there, and then literally her body bends at a ninety degree angle backwards. That's and paranormal. I was like, oh shit. my god, her spine, and then her knees, and they do it in slow motion though, so you kind of see everyone's reactions. And I'm literally just like, no. Yeah, that that's a no for me, dog. Okay, this is interesting. Peter Facinelli, who plays Carlisle, might have taken Carlisle's wedding ring. In Hollywood, it seems to be only customary for actors to take home some sort of their wardrobe, whether it's a favorite piece of clothing, uh-huh. item of costume jewelry, etc. I would have taken that wedding dress. I know. Peter Facinelli, who played Dr. Carlisle Cullen, was Daddy. personally attached to Carlisle's ring. Smoke show. The actor had already tried to take the ring home with him after New Moon had wrapped. However, producers reminded him that there's only one ring, so they need it back for subsequent movies in the series. However, all bets were off with the final installment. When we did Breaking Dawn Part 2, the ring might have it... The ring might have or it might not have been left on my finger when I got home. Oh, I love that. Okay, these ones are... This one doesn't really need. It's just, you know. Kellen Lutz, Lutz worked out for seven months for the movie. Wow. Okay. This is really interesting. Because it's kind of about one and two, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Okay. Robert Pattinson got a huge paycheck for Breaking Dawn. As he should. Um, considering that the film grossed $350 million, $351 million worldwide, the actors felt they should receive a bigger paycheck for their efforts. Um, <clears throat> according to TMZ, producers agreed to pay the pair a $2.5 million bonus for Twilight. Mm. However, nothing compares to the reported $25 million that Robert Pattinson took home for his work on Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2. $25 million for two movies, so what is that, like $12 million movie-ish, a little more? I will never see that money in my life. Yeah. I should be famous like that. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a check. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have more of those, like, frequently asked questions, and mm-hmm. we'll just kind of go through them really fast. Actually, what, um, meh? They're all just kind of long, like stupid, like why the name Renesmee? I'm like, I don't know, why didn't you listen to when Bella said literally Renee and Esmee, Renesmee, yeah. idiot? Renesmee, whenever Jacob like hated it and Edward's like, it's cute. <laughs> literally. Okay, um, these ones are, I'll just read these quick ones. It says, what does the cover mean? Breaking Dawn's cover is a metaphor for Bella's progression throughout the entire saga. She began as the weakest player on the board, the pawn. She ended as the strongest, the queen. In the end, it's Bella that brings out the win for the Cullens. So true. What does the title mean? The title Breaking Dawn is a reference to the beginning of Bella's vampire life. Mm-hmm. Bella, funny. whenever she turns into a vampire, like, glows up. I'm like, damn girl. No, I know. She looks like a real, like, woman in this movie, honestly. Yeah, she does. But, um, oh, I do want to talk about the fight scene. Because, you know, like, every, sorry, my nose is kind of running. Is there something on my nose? No. Really? It feels like it. Can you talk? I have to blow my nose. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Is that my shirt? I think I'm fine. The fight scene with the wolves and the, um. I I rewatched it three times. I forgot how good that little scene was. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about it. It's so good. It's so good. So when, you know, Jacob, like, the, it's just everything about the movie, that scene is perfect. Like, the music behind it, Jacob runs out, and he's like, if you kill her, you have to kill me. Yeah. And everyone is, like, standing in confusion, like, oh, my God, you know, Jacob siding with the vampire is, like, this is such a betrayal to, like, the wolf community. Yeah. But then, you know, Edward just, like, brings, like, the situation, and everything was so perfect, the music, and the way Edward is, like, 
like, at the same time realizing, like, oh, shit, he just imprinted on my daughter, but at the same time, like, oh, shit, he did the one thing to keep her alive. Literally. And he was, like, he printed, like, he imprinted on her, you know, they can't... She's untouchable. Or it's, it's the... It's their it's, most absolute law. Yeah, it's their, it's their most absolute law. Yeah, he was, law. like, they can't, Jacob imprinted, they can't touch her. It's their most absolute law. And then they all whimper and just walk away. And I just remember, like... Because in that moment, you're thinking, like, oh, that my God, like, did he choose to do that because he knew this was the one way to save her? Or is it just, like, not a choice? Like, it just happens. Yeah. You know? So bizarre. And then... So bizarre to imprint on a baby. A bebe. Bebe Vanessa. Oh, my God. That baby, the, um... The special effects on that baby. I'm like, ugh. No, we'll talk about the next movie because, like, they're so bad. I have a lot to say about it. There, there's so much to say about the next movie. <sighs> I cannot wait to watch it again. Yeah. I literally, I was telling Carrie this before, but I was just, like, so jazzed up after watching the first one. I just had to immediately watch the second one. <laughs> I was so stressed out the entire time. No, I mean, the ending in the movie is, like, so Jon Snow of them. Like, the, so like, Jon like, Snow. Like, the way Jon Snow just, like, yes. <gasps> like, yes. <laughs> after being live and, like, you know, Bella, the same thing, like, just eyes open vampire. Yes. And the whole CGI of, like, her body, like, sewing back together, like, and then just Her chest, and she goes, <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, <gasps> oh, so crazy. But anyways, wild, wild times. What's your rating? Oh um, ugh, I do like it better than the other ones. I'll give it a seven. Okay, I agree. I can live with a seven. Yeah, seven. Okay, so Breaking Dawn Part One gets a couch potato rating of a seven. Seven, seven. Dancing with the Stars. Oh y'all. Let me go to my notes. What an episode. Um, someone needs to do some training with Tyra Banks. You know, I don't know. I what don't it, think I, that was Tyra Banks' fault. I really don't. I just like they're doing her dirty. No, they she, are. Like she you does, know, like Tyra Banks is wearing like the utmost of back braces right now. Oh my because, god! Because you know, she's a host. I mean, she had her own TV show. Like she can host. I think. I think she, she's doing yes. the most with the cards she's been dealt. And she did America's Got Talent. Yes. She knows how to host. Ho- yes, like, hosting is in her blood. It's in her blood? Because you know what, Tyra Banks? Like, we were rooting for you. We were, we're all, all rooting, rooting for you. you. How dare you? I... Learn something from this. <laughs> I, um, just like a few notes on Tyra Banks. The beginning. They have got, once again, they have got to turn down the cheer track. That's what I wrote down, audience it's track. It's so again, loud. You, you can't hear her. And then, you like, cannot hear her. She, I feel like she tries to talk louder because I feel like a part of her knows, but then it's just like this this awful, like, well, I don't and know. even with the cheer track, like, even if there was, like, a live audience, they would have calmed down whenever she started to talk. They just kept it going at the same pace. It's like they don't like, want to hear her. They're like, I'm literally trying to drown her out. I'm like, oh my god, let her speak. Give her a voice. And then, um, oh, oh wait, I did say at the very, very beginning, the PSA for the judges' comments, the called celebrities who don't like criticism, and they did that whole oh my god, PSA yes. about like how mean the judges' comments actually are. I was like, this is so accurate. Like Carrie Ann and Abba Carrie is just like, out here disrespecting people, and like she needed to be called out. No, so she thank ne- you. That needed to be not like the judges because like Bruno and Derek like no, support it, it, so it much. needed to be um, I, I, celebrities who don't like criticism from Carrie Ann and Abba. Yeah, because it has no weight behind it. Um, the second Weightless. thing. Waitlist. Waitlist. Um, the second thing about Tyra is whenever she did her, um, dress change. Oh, I, you're talking about she when she had hot cross buns glued to her hips? She, li- yes, she didn't have it tied all the way. Like, it, the dress was not actually, like, on her yet. Like, it, like, it was on her, but when she was holding it in the back, because it wasn't, like, tied yet. Like, she just ran out of time? Yeah, she, like, ran out of time in between commercials. So if you, like, go back oh and watch... Oh, my God, the yeah. joys of live television. Like, where would our society be, like, without, you know, the iconic, you know, um, Janet Jackson nip slip, the iconic, oh you God. know, Tyra Banks dress not. Steve Harvey um, announcing the wrong Miss, Miss Universe. <laughs> um, John Travolta calling Adina Menzel a DJ Sidiba. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. I love a word If season. I was Adina Menzel, I would have gone on stage and said, fuck you, John Travolta. Yeah, I'm literally. the original Alphaba. You cannot be mispronouncing my name. <laughs> Get my name out of your mouth. <laughs> Unless it's correct. <laughs> Get my mispronounced name out of your mouth. mouth. Oh my god. Um, okay. Let's you, just, should we just like go down the list? Or is that like too much? Kind of, no, kind of. Um, who was the first dance of the Nelly. night? 
Nelly. Nelly's like really growing on me. Like he's growing on if me. If Nelly I wants to go like... and take a ride with me, he can stay as on Dancing with the Stars as long as he wants. Yes, I love Nelly. I'm a big Nelly fan. This is not me hating Nelly. I don't think he wants to be there anymore. Like I think he's over it. Oh no no! This is definitely the TikTok. Like yeah, I did this. But you would do this too for a paycheck. Like, yeah. like Nelly's Literally. on the stars for the paycheck. He is, like, not happy. And, like, it was good. I, I didn't love it. It's not my best dance. It's not his best dance in my personal opinion. No. But, like, he still crushed it at the same time. Also, did you know, so, Pasha, who was, he was Clay, Kate Flannery's partner last season. And yes. he was Carol Baskin's partner. No. Oh, yes. 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 So, it's confusing because... Pasha and Sasha yes. look just alike. So similar. But Sasha is married to, I think her name is Emily. Okay. And she was... Sasha um, did, like, did not get a lot of hype last season because, like, I'm loving him this season. I'm like, yes, Sasha, go. He, okay, he he was um, Allie from Fifth Harmony's partner last Ugh. season, and they actually made oh it pretty God. far. They did, unfortunately. But he is married to, what is her name? Emma, not Emily. Emma okay. Slater, who's also a dancing oh, professional. Yes. But Pasha is married. Kara sent to me this week and she was like, Did you know they were married? And I was like, No. He is married to Nellie's partner. What? Yes. Um, her name is um, Nellie's partner's name is Daniela. Yes. They're married. What? I had no clue. No clue. It's like Jenna and Val are married. Jenna and Val? Mm-hmm. Jenna. Jenna is Neve's partner, and Val is Monica's partner. They're married, and their wedding. Oh my god! I'm gorgeous. sorry. Is everybody on Dancing with the Stars like yes. just married? Yes. Wait. And I love Jenna and Val. Well, and then you know, like Artem is married to Brie Bella. I didn't know that. And they just had a baby. Um. So now got a 21, and then we move on to Chriselle. And you know what? Chriselle heard the podcast because all we wanted was her divorce drama, and she finally talked about it. Thank God. Thank God. So, um... No, no homelessness talk this week. Praise s- God. Literally. So, Chriselle opened up in her little monologue about her divorce and everything and how hard it's been. And then she opened up, up about how she's freezing her eggs. So crazy. Like... Wild. Such, such a platform to take. Oh my God, you're so right. They are married. <gasps> are they gorgeous together? Oh my God. I you need to watch dancing videos. Thing. You need to watch their dancing videos together. I'll send you my favorite one of them. It, I mean, I love them. Oh my god, he was Zendaya's partner. What? Yeah, that was. Oh my god, so crazy. Um, yes, I, I did, I did feel as if she really stepped it up this week. Um, also, by far her best look on the show. Oh, she looked fabulous. Fabulous. She went out there. Best, I mean, best dance, best look. Loved it. Everything. She got a twenty-two. And then we went to Monica. He's a 22. He's a 22. <laughs> then we went to Monica. She called Val out. She was like, has anyone told you you need to be more empathetic? Which is like so interesting to me because if you watch Cheer, you would know she's the least empathetic. No, literally. I mean, she's, I, you know, I don't want to say that. She's, she's a great coach emotionally, like for them. But when it comes to cheer practice, like she was stone cold. Yeah. So I just, I find it interesting that, like, that was her. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know what, Monica? We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you learn something from this? Maybe take this back to Navarro and be a little more empathetic. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, um, you know, as um, a girl who grew up in dance, dancers are not empathetic at all. <laughs> and so Dancers have the least empathy I've ever been in. I just like dance teachers. So sorry. Um, like I went oh, to yeah, dance teachers. We should clarify. And not, not only dance teachers, ballet teachers. Okay. I spent nights. So I would like to retract months. the previous statement where I said <laughs> dancers were the least empathetic. People. Yeah, I'm actually. I, I didn't like, like she meant dance teachers. So just. <laughs> um, I cried many nights, but um, <laughs> she by far best dance. She was so having good. so much fun. They did Little Mermaid, right? No, no, no. This was not Disney night. This is, um, this was just like a normal night. Little, oh. like Disney was last week. Oh, oh I'm getting confused because I was just looking yeah. on Val's Instagram and I saw the mermaid picture, but I'm oh, confused. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Um, but she got a 24. Then we went to Sweet and, um, Heish. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, she did okay, better than last week. I mean, all you can ask for is improvement. Like, all you can ask not for is improvement. That's what you have to remember. Like, I will watch a dance and I'm like, oh my god, they suck. And I have to remember, I'm like, 
they are not professionals. They are like, not if I was out there stomping around with my two left feet, I would be um, the laughing stock of the Twitter community. I would be the Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> I would never let that happen to you. Oh my god, thank you so much. Um, but Anne got a 21, and then we, we go to Neve. Yeah. I love Neve. Neve, Neve. He is so talented. You know, I have, like, a really bad taste in my mouth about him, like, from Catfish. I don't really know why, but, like, he's just really stepping it up for me. Like, I wish he would, like, shave the sweater that he wears. No, literally, we got a full shot of his sweater. Yeah, but, like, no, he really is a good dancer. Like, I watch him, like, he looks like like a professional. And his wife was like, I never knew he was, like, a closeted dancer. And I was like, who who knew? You never know if you never try. Neve. Carrie, it's so true. <laughs> so, um, Neve got a 24. This is just the episode where everyone just gets a 24. Oh, totally. Um, and then Justina, I love her. They did the, um, what was it called? What did they do? What is it called? Salsa. Salsa. I said, OMG, Justina with that salsa. Shake that. Like, and she, she was so good. The tongue out, the shimmy. I was Everything. like, yes. I was I living. Loved it. I was living. She also got a 24. Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Amazing. Couldn't be better. She got a nine. First nine. First from nine. Carrie Ann and Abba, from Carrie Ann and Abba. From Carrie Ann and Abba. Person likes to shit on. I shook. People. Okay, shook. wait. We're gonna have to pause for a second. Do you need a? I like really need to blow my nose. Blow I'm nose. so sorry for the interruption. We'll be right back. Just, just new because dancing with the stars for so long had the reputation of like the thing you do when you're when you're on the downhill. Oh yeah. You know, and now. I really feel like in the last three seasons, it's really turned into this, like, fun, impressive thing to do. Yes. And if you can go on Dancing with the Stars, you're going to come out looking snatched. Snatched. And, like, be impressive. And Lauren I Elena just, last year lost so much so weight. So much weight. Like, 20-something pounds. Yes. And I just really feel like they are really being very intentional with, like, who they are choosing. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, pulling Sky Jackson is so deliberate. Like, pulling mm-hmm. from the younger audience. Yes. And then pulling people from Bachelor franchise, pulling Neve, pulling Vernon Davis. Like, pulling all... Like, they are being so intentional, and it's really working for them. And they are really, like, stepping up the song selection. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, Caitlyn dancing to Luke Combs was, like, so strategic. Like, Luke Combs is the oh. hottest thing in country music right now. Oh, absolutely. And her dancing to him was everything I could have asked for. I loved it. I, I literally... I was watching it, and I was like, I... Okay, cry. I love it so much. Yeah. She's a really good dancer. She is very good. Um, and then we have Johnny Weiss. Weiss? Weir. Weir. Wow. Oh, I wrote down Johnny Weir or Howard Stern with that perm. The perm. Oh my gosh. Also, he was like, he had sheer pants on. Did you catch that? He's like literally wearing like a thong. No, I'm, I missed it. I literally was like, <gasps> oh my God, that's interesting. I mean, like, it I mean, he's a bigger skater, like. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think that's what no, he's like, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, I literally hit abs- absolute best. I loved it. I think he should have gone to 92. I feel like they're really picking on Johnny Weir this they're season. Really, they're really... I kind of think they have this thing like, oh, you're a figure skater. Like, you need to be better than you are. But, yeah. like, ice and the ground are very different. Very different. <laughs> and I don't I don't necessarily think the two translate. Yeah. You know what? Let's, let's judge everyone on an even playing field. Okay? If you're good... You're good. Yeah. If you're bad, you're bad. It's not like if you're bad and you have, like, one good time, you deserve a 10. Like, you deserve a 7. Yeah. Like, if you're really good and you do bad, like, you deserve an 8. Like, come on, people. Like, let's just, like, equal playing field. Totally. Level. Because then we get the people in the top five who, like, aren't actually, like, good. Yeah. But it's like, oh, they had improvement. Yeah. SMH. He deserves better. <laughs> and then we go to Jeannie. Jeannie Mai. Yeah. I put... So funny that Jeannie Mai's mom literally bet against her. You guys, Jeannie Mai's mom put together a betting pool of Vietnamese people that totaled $13,000. And her mother bet against her. That is so funny. That's something my mom would do. Yeah, same. She did really good. She also, she got a 21. I think she deserved a little better. A little bit better, but like, it's fine. Vernon Davis in those hits. You guys, I like think I have a crush on Vernon Davis. Like, no, I like him a lot. He is... His smile. I'm like, okay. No, like, he is sexy. He is very sexy. He's a sexy man. 
and he was like moving his hips and I was like oh my god <gasps> and I was like shake those hips in my direction shake those hips in my direction free your last day they never did see I don't cheat but the tickets come free dun 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 I'm sure that you'll agree dun 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 lady's choice yeah Zach Efron I'm the lady's choice yeah you are lady's choice 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 I'm the lady's choice He's not actually on the moon. It's a green screen. We all know it. Um, Please don't get political. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then we went to Jesse. Why am I blanking on Jesse? Jesse Metcalf. Oh my god, they're so oh picky god. on the him. The cheater of all cheaters. Yes. He, you know, John Tucker must die. Yes. The gardener. Yes. Um, the person who cheated on his actual fiance. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, they're so picky on him. They're trying to boot him out. They are really, they like, Jesse Metcalf is just dancing and he's like, stupid cute, but please stop picking on me. Yeah, literally. He's like, they were like, you just standing here. Like, that's what we want to see. We don't want to see what you just did. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Honestly, he deserved it though. Like, yeah, he literally he's was. a cheater. He was humbled so fast. Carrie Ann was like, no, boom, boom, He was boom. humbled. He was up here like, I'm Jesse Metcalf, like, I play cheaters and I am a cheater. And then Carrie Ann and Abba was just like, sit down. She finally did her job. She was like, John Tucker, you must die. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Okay, and then we go to Sky. Okay, my biggest, you know, my biggest thing is that who let Sky Jackson wear Taylor Swift's Grammy 2013 dress? Literally. It is the same dress. It is the same dress. Like, literally the same. This? this is like shorter. Look at this. This is what Sky Jackson wore. No, that's actually what she wore. I was watching it, and I was like, where have I seen that dress before? Yeah. And I thought, holy shit, that is Taylor Swift's Grammy dress from 2013. We need to do a side-by-side and post it. Who just, like, let her borrow it? She, well, she for sure didn't wear Taylor Swift's, because Sky is, like, five feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think Taylor Swift personally loaned her that dress and altered it for her and everything? I mean, like, crazier things Just have for happened. Dancing with the Stars? Crazier things have happened. I don't know. Um, Sky, I was crying in the club. I got very emotional also. I think because, like, I think, I think the death of Cameron Boyce was, like, was just so unexpected. So unexpected. And I think it was really interesting because I don't think, like, the younger community had ever really lost no. an actor like that. Uh-uh. And nobody really, like, they had the Cameron Boyce Foundation, but, like, Nobody was very Def Cameron was was more vocal mm-hmm. than everybody else, but like they weren't very Mm-mm. vocal like around the time of his passing. Like like you got all of like the initial posts, mm-hmm. you know, like saying how much they loved him and respected him. Mm-hmm. But like overall, I feel like it's been a sort of quiet thing ever since. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you she was like she was going through it. I had never put two and two together because Sky and Cameron were on Jesse together. Uh-huh. And she was like, I've literally known him over half my life. Yeah. And was she like, was like a baby when they started Jesse. Literally a baby. Like, she's she's grown up with Cameron. Cameron's like a brother. Yeah. Was the brother to her at that yeah. point. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Like, Alan was crying. I was crying. Miller was crying. Like, yeah. the whole shebang. And then her performance. Wow. So good. So good. She got the first 10 of the season. By 10 9 9, might you. 10 9 10, 9. 9, 9. And she got the tin from Carrion and Abba. Which is, like, so surprising because usually Carrion and Abba just, like, you know, loves to be the shit on your shoe. Oh, Like, yeah, she yeah. just loves to be the thing that brings you down. Oh, she loves and, to do it. And um, I'm just really glad she put her ego aside. And, yes. you know, I, I think she knew that Sky Jackson needed that. She, and I think yeah. I think that I think it was a woman-to-woman favor. And I yes. respect that. I, I respect it so much. The most respectful thing Carrion and Abba has ever done. Yeah. I loved it. Um. Okay, so then we go to AJ. Living his absolute best life. Oh my god. Backstreet Boys. I can't believe the Backstreet Boys are like still touring. Like when is that gonna be over? I thought they were like I literally was like, wait what? He that didn't even do makes you larger than life. life. Backstreet's back. Alright. I um personally was an NSYNC person. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like so sorry. But um he wasn't even doing his like the I feel like he wasn't doing the actual dance that they were assigned, but like I didn't I I didn't even care. Because, no, he like, wasn't he was, and that was one of his critiques. Yes. They were like, You didn't do the dance. Yeah, and <laughs> he was like, But I back. just Yeah, he's like, But like did you see me do Backstreet Boys? They're like, back. Like, All right. Oh, I'm sorry, is this dancing with Backstreet Boys? Like no. Yeah, no. So my only critique, he got, as everyone else, a twenty four. Uh-huh. Um, okay, and then we go to the end of the show. I, I wrote down word for what, ha- what happened if you want me to read it. Yes, please. Okay, so. 
um, unless you've been sleeping under a rock, you would know that the voting on Dancing the Stars this week got messed up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tyra Banks just to love, like, loves to remind us that this is a live show. Mm-hmm. And and there was a one point in the very, when they were eliminating, uh-huh. um, like, Derek Huff, I guess, wasn't talking fast enough. And she was like, they're in my ear, they're in my ear, Derek. No, 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 no. And I'm like, well, he can't give you his answer because you're literally talking over that him. That was at the very end after the mess up. Yes. Okay, so prior to that, this is the mess up. Initially, Monica and Val were like the second couple called. Yeah. So safe. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, from a surprising turn of events, Chriselle and Gleb, who they said this was Chriselle's best dance. Yeah. So Chriselle and Gleb, Anne and Keo, and then Peta and Vernon were yeah. left. Like, it just made absolutely no, no sense. sense. And so I was standing there and I was like, this just, they must be using this as an example to be like, the people's votes matter, like, you can't just win off scores. And I really thought it was going to be Anne and Keo, and then Chriselle and Gleb in the bottom yeah. two. But then, hell hath froze over. Mm-hmm. The control room messed up, and what was written on Tyra Banks' cards was mm-hmm. not the actual placement. Yeah. So the control room messed up, and Monica and Val were asked, like, Tyra Banks, she said, this will be the final two tonight, and there were still three couples. Yeah. And you can see it. Chriselle looks around, and she literally says, I'm still here. Yeah. Like, she knew something was wrong. Yeah. And then Tyra Banks, like, saw her, and she looked, like, looked around, and she was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I have two names left on my card, but there are three couples here. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, remind, like, remind you, this is live television. Like, there has been a mistake. Like, let me look for a second, basically. So, she basically is like, I'm so sorry. There has been a mistake. Monica and Val. She says the bottom two are Anne and Keo and Monica and Val, who have already, already been gone. called safe. Yes. And I was like, oh my god, this is dramatic. And so she's like, Monica and Val, I'm so sorry, like, you'll have to come out. Like, this is the unfortunate situation of live television. Like, I'm so sorry, you will have to come back. And then she was like, Peta and Vernon, Chriselle and Glove, you guys are safe. Yeah. So in the bottom two ended up being Monica and Val, Keo and Anne. And I was like, this is insanity. Oh my goodness. Um... And you know, you know, rightfully so, it was a clean sweep that the voted that the judges voted to keep Monica and Monica Val. and Val. Yeah. So Anne and Keo bid adieu and said goodbye. But um that was amazing. Like I was just the excitement I needed. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, oh my god, look at Tyra Banks handling it. I literally and honestly, like, props to Tyra. She handled it very yeah, well. Yeah, she was just like, This is live television, you know, things mm-hmm. happen. I'm so yeah. sorry, but like these are the bottom two. A true professional. I um You know, because like we're rooting for her. We're all rooting for her. Like yeah. she did it. She learned something from this. Yeah, and she will never mess up again. No. Um, I had no clue because, you know, whenever I work at Athleta, I'm literally off all social media except TikTok. And I had not seen the mess up and my oh. and consultant texted me and was like, whenever you get to the end, let me know because I didn't get to see it. And I was like, for sure. And I was like, but why? Like, why do you want to see the end? And she was like, Ty- like, Tyra messes up. And I was like, what? The control room messed up. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh my God, this is going to be classic, like, Steve Harvey situation, like, Miss Universe, like, blah, 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 all this stuff. Very much the control room. They've got to get their shits together. Someone got fired that night. <laughs> Someone got a spanking in the control room. <laughs> Tyra Banks went back there whipping ass. Whipping ass. She was like, you embarrassed me. Yeah. Oh not gosh. America's next top control room by any means. By any means. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, any other thoughts on Dancing with the Stars? I don't think so. I'm excited for next week. I am too. I'm very Ooh. excited. Ooh. We're really getting down to the nitty gritty. Like at this point, okay. You know, I think Jesse Metcalf will be the next to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think after he goes, I mean, everybody else left is actually really good. Like, yeah. Like, there, there's a lot of potential here. Yeah, usually I get to, like, top five, top four before I'm, like, okay, now I'm, in, like, truly enjoying watching uh-huh. because, like, everyone's, like, really good, but I'm, like... No, like, everyone here, like, everyone. is kind of good. Yeah. So crazy. I know. I'm interested to see how long Nelly stays. Oh, oh, I think it'll go Jesse Metcalf, and I think it'll go Nelly. Yeah. But then, you know, they, like, there's always a surprise. Like, last season, like, Kel Mitchell, like, went so far. Yes. And, like, I could randomly see, you know... Not saying this will happen, but, like, I could randomly see Nelly, like, making it, like, I don't know. No, yeah, He yeah. can make it far if he wants yeah, to. you never know. He just needs to drive. Yes. He needs to drop the shoulders and find some flow in his arms. Yeah. And then he's good to go. Yeah. Just, like, be a little more Nelly with it, you know? Yeah. Put a little Nelly on it. <laughs> Sprinkle a little Nelly. Anyways, anything else? 
I think so. Oh, Natalie. Oh, God, what are we watching next week? Oh my gosh. We are watching. Can't remember what it's called. None other. Breaking Dawn Part 2. Oh, that only makes chronological sense. Isabella. <laughs> oh my God. I told Isabella. I'm like, in my nightmares, do I hear that Voltori whisper? Literally. Oh my God. Where he's like, um, what does he say? Isabella. Immortality is becoming of you. <laughs> he, Isabella. Isabella. I have got to see this other TikTok because this guy, he like reenacts all these Harry Potter scenes and he reenacted that scene from Twilight <laughs> and it is so Immortality funny. is becoming of you. Isabella. Isabella. Too much, too much. And then like Renesme comes up and he goes, Ooh! <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, you're supposed to be leading all the vampires? Like, I have little to no respect for you right now. Ah! <laughs> I'm so excited. That battle scene is crazy. And I, like, you know, literally never remember what happens oh, in that movie. No, no, I know, I know. But I'm just like, <laughs> it's so good. I'm like, <laughs> your heart is racing. Racing. Okay, well, I think that's new. it. <laughs> I just want to give, new, <laughs> new, that's my heart, new. <laughs> um, side note, there is, um, like, little to no slug goss this week, so that's why we're... There's a lot of baby news. I'm over talking about babies. Yeah, I'm over. I'm over the babies. <laughs> over the babies. Over the babies. Well, I just want to really thank you guys for letting me be obnoxious. It means a lot to me mm-hmm. that I have this space Your to platform. just like be my truest self. Yes. So thank you guys a lot, and please don't you know come at me for you know being whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. We have is that all we yeah. have? I think we should wrap her all up. After we wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Couch Potatoes, where me, what? (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Where us, Carrie, Natalie, your local Couch Potatoes, rate, discuss, talk about, you know, all things movie and TV, so that way you don't have to. You're so welcome. welcome. You're welcome. We're just like out here trying to save you time. So thanks for listening. Um, We're available anywhere you can listen to your podcast. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Castbox, you know, anywhere you listen to your cast your <laughs> anywhere you listen to your castbox. <laughs> anywhere you listen to your podcast, feel free to follow us on social media, Couch Potatoes Podcast on Instagram. Follow our personal accounts at Carrie Bethconia. At Nat C. Jones underscore underscore. And if you're listening, feel free to rate, comment, share with your friends about just how funny and how much of a social media influencer we we are. Like on the up and up. Like please tell your friends. That's all you can do. Please tell your friends. Oh my gosh. Just like share the wealth. Because like share the wealth. Because um, you know, wealth deserves to be shared. True that, sister. True that. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>